watching KCMI-TV. Well, I'm so glad you've joined us, and um, I want to talk about something that's really turning over uh, in my heart. Um, I want to talk to you about discernment and deception, or delusions. And uh, we're living in strange times. Um, uh, there's one scripture says that um, First Thessalonians, I think it's two and three, it says, let no man deceive you. And over the years um, of serving the Lord, I have seen people that you would have never thought would have wound up where they are. And you look back and you realize the enemy really tricked them. And so um, I think that there's nothing that is more great in our lives that God gives us than the ability to recognize deception when it comes. And so I was, I was praying the other day and I was just uh, thinking about <clears throat> discernment really is, it's not for dis disclosure all the time. Sometimes over the years, pastoring and ministering, God has shown me things about somebody, but it wasn't for disclosure. It was more for protection. And uh, I remember being a young minister, my wife and I, and um, we came across in our, in our travels, you know, ministers and um, disliked them. And immediately, you know, we wanted to gravitate to them. And I remember one pastor or one minister I'd met and um, I didn't know him from Adam and I enjoyed his preaching. And I went up to him after said, I want to be in covenant with you and not realizing um, that you got to be careful who you're in covenant with. And uh, I, I've seen so many ministers that I believed in at the time that God separated us from them for protection. And uh, one of the things that I've noticed, uh, there's a lot of you that listen to me, these podcasts, and you have a righteous heart and you have a good conscience. And sometimes because we can't think in terms of rebellion or sin or falling away from the Lord, uh, there's a purity that's in us. We think everybody's like that, but they're not. And the enemy, the Bible says, he goeth about and he's looking for prey. And so I want to start off by uh, talking a little bit about how to be able to recognize the faults and the deception that the enemy brings our way to try to entrap us. And of course, we know in the very first instance that that man ever fell, it was through deception. It was through lies. It was through presenting uh, to Adam and Eve something that looked palatable. In fact, the scripture says it was pleasant to the eyes. Uh, it looked good and, and you know, that God made it and they're thinking, how can it be wrong? And there was a deception that went in there. And so um, there are times when you can hear something, it sounds right. And the individual that's saying it or teaching it sounds right, but in your spirit, you, you get a red flag. There's a light that goes off that says, be careful. And uh, when the Holy Spirit gave the nine gifts to the church, one of the gifts, and you think about the gifts, I mean, prophecy and tongues and interpretation of tongues and the word of knowledge and the word of wisdom and miracles and healing and all of these things. Included in that, the Bible says that God gave you and I a gift 
called the discernment of spirits. And one of the reasons the church has gotten off track is because there's so little discernment in the body of Christ. They so say, well, pastor, how do we have discernment? Well, if you go back and you begin to read the address that Jesus gives to the seven churches in the book of Revelations, first few chapters there, I think it starts in chapter two with Ephesus and it ends with the seventh church, which was Laodicea. He makes this statement to every church. He says, he that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit is saying unto the churches. And it is so important that you can hear the voice of God. And Jesus said this. He said, my sheep know my voice. And sometimes you will hear the voices out there that the crowd will join in. They'll believe it. But in you, you're hearing something by the Holy Spirit and the Holy Ghost is telling you, watch it. See, the discernment is for your protection. It'll keep you from messing up. And um, one of the people asked, well, how do you not be deceived? Well, number one, the Bible says the Holy Ghost will teach you all things. But I, I want to touch on something here because um, you, you've got to be in love with Jesus. And I would say without exception, every time I've seen somebody that had been saved that's fallen, it's because uh, Jesus wasn't enough or the word wasn't enough or they were looking for something else. And that's why the Bible says, buy the truth and sell it not. And uh, you say, well, that, that won't happen to us. But the scripture is very plain. It says in the last days, Men will not be able to endure sound doctrine and they will give heed to seducing spirits. And I have never seen an hour in which there is so much fallacy going across uh, the airwaves in the name of God and people, you know, they think, well, I like that. Well, first of all, you got to be careful because there are seducing spirits and they will appeal to your sense nature. And many, many times I've heard something, all of a sudden the Holy Ghost will begin to warn me by the Spirit, watch it because this is not right. And so um, this is delusion. It literally means, this is what Webster talks about, delusion or deception. It means a misleading of the mind or a false belief or an error in belief. And in Luke 21 and 8, the Bible says that uh, many are going to come in the last days in the name of Jesus. They're going to say, I am Christ. And they are going to deceive many. And, uh, you know, in reality, serving the Lord is not, um, it's not flamboyant. Most of the time, it's not really exciting. It is something that you do on a daily basis. And if you ever find yourself beginning to get bored with Jesus, you're in trouble. Because when, you, when somebody gets bored, they're looking for something to excite them or stimulate them. And uh, you can't get bored with somebody that you're in love with. I've counseled marriages where people have, um, you know, one spouse has perhaps fallen into adultery or whatever, and uh, they'll say, I just got bored in my marriage. 
Well, the reason you get bored is you, you stop pouring into it. You stop pursuing your spouse and you stop making them a priority. And when you lose your love for Christ and you quit your daily prayer life and, and reading the word of the Lord becomes very spasmodic and, and all of those things, what happens is the Lord no longer excites you. Can I tell you that when I get up in the mornings, I am looking forward to my prayer time because it's not a drudgery or it's not a chore, it's not an exercise of discipline, but I am excited because I am anticipating that something is coming my way. And right now the church is in a very precarious place because there is a deceiving spirit that is loose in the land. And um, I've, I've not seen, I've, I've never seen gold dust. Um, you know, I've heard many, many things. I've heard uh, people where oil has come out of their hands. I've heard, you know, people say that diamonds have, have appeared or that gold fillings ha have come in their teeth and, and all of these things. But first of all, God doesn't do things just to show off. Everything that God does has a purpose behind it. And if God does something unusual, it's because he is accomplishing a purpose, but he's not just out there to excite you. And so I can't say whether those things are real or not. I've not experienced them, so I really don't know. But I can tell you this, for most of us, Jesus has to be enough. And whenever, uh, you know, when Paul went to Athens, the Bible said that they spent nothing but all day long to see or hear some new thing. And uh, I've never seen an hour in which there's so little depth in so many believers that they're so easily misled um, by the things of the enemy. And um, this is something that people don't think about. But I think it's in Thessalonians, maybe, but it says that if you don't love the truth, not just like it, but you have to be in love with it. It says if you don't love the truth, then God will send you a strong delusion and you will believe a lie. People that are deceived don't know they're deceived because if they knew they were deceived, then they would turn about. And so when the enemy comes in and he, he gets a hold of people, and uh, I, I've just seen some really strange things happen because of the deception that gets in people's lives. And when, what keeps you from, from being deceived is there has to be an inner relationship inside of you by the Spirit of the Lord. And um, Luke 21 and 8 says this, Take heed that you be not deceived. And I want to give you some things that the Bible says can deceive us. Job says you can be deceived by a woman. Uh, I've seen a lot of ministers that have lost their ministry because they got seduced by a woman. Um, Proverbs 20 and 1 says wine and strong drink can deceive. Jeremiah 49 and 16, and this is a big one, it says pride can deceive. Whenever you allow yourself to begin to be lifted up in pride, you get to see. When, whenever a person uh, thinks that they did it, you know, um, I guess a lot of you know our story, and I, I was probably 48 years into preaching 
before I ever seen God really begin to do something supernatural in our ministry and our church took off and uh, we got an international exposure and all of those things. But uh, when I step out on that platform on Sundays and I see the big crowd and, and all of that, uh, there's such a, a spirit in me that tells me, you didn't do this. I tried, I did everything I could to make church grow and I couldn't do it. And then all of a sudden, God just does something. And the Bible says, when a man thinketh he standeth, take heed lest he fall. And there's a lot of times that people become successful and they think that God, that, that they did it. And the Bible says this, except the Lord build a house. It doesn't matter if the house gets built. He said, unless God builds it, it's built in vain. And pride can mess people up faster than anything. It will deceive them. And, uh, you know, I've had people come up and say, oh, Brother Kent, you know, you're wonderful and all those things. And, and I just say thank you because I know in my heart that it's just the grace of God. Um, Romans, the seventh chapter, I think it says sin deceived. Boy, that'll mess up people. Um, one of the verses that says, um, and this is, this is something that uh, we, don't, we don't realize. I don't think we've really seen it like we're going to see it. But the Bible says that in the last days that there will be false prophets who will deceive people with miracles. And um, I, I preached last Sunday, I think, on, on the miraculous and uh, the supernatural of the Lord. I believe that's where we're going. But never forget that the enemy counterfeits what God does. That's why you need discernment. Just because it looks like God and sounds like God doesn't mean it's God. And there has to be a balance in that. And the Lord said in the last days there will be false prophets who will actually be able to do miracles. You say, well, I don't know if that's possible. Go back to Moses' time when God got ready to bring Israel out of Egypt. The Bible, I think, declares the first three miracles that Aaron and Moses did, the magicians of Pharaoh's kingdom duplicated them. And it wasn't until the rod fell down and became a serpent and they threw theirs down that Moses' rod swallowed theirs. From that day on, they could not duplicate. And whenever you are more enamored with the miraculous than you are God, you're going to get in trouble. The deception's going to come in. And um, whatever comes from the kingdom of darkness you got to be careful about. I don't care what it looks like. And see, this is where we are right now in America. Um, there's a lot of debate over, should I take the vaccination or should I not? Is the vaccine safe? And I'm not a scientist, so I don't know what's in the vaccine. I, I personally have not been vaccinated, but I'm not going to indict you if you have been. But I will tell you this, vaccinations came from a source that's evil an evil government that denies God, that believes in homosexuality, that's taken church rights away, wants to shut down the church, that believes in abortion, all of those things. So whenever something looks good that comes out of a, of a dark area or a dark rulership, you need to be careful about embracing it. And this is why you need discernment by the Spirit of the Lord. And there's lots of people that say, well, I've never taken the mark of the beast. It's going to look so right and makes so much sense 
and it's going to be presented in such a way that it's going to make the world better that unless somebody has great discernment, they're going to embrace it. Um, if God, and I, and I don't know if you can reverse this or not, but when the Lord sends a strong delusion and, and a man becomes deceived, I don't know if you can get out of that. So the key is stay in a place where God can protect you. And you say, well, pastor, how do I keep from being deceived? And um, John 16 and 13 says this, the spirit of truth will guide you into all truth. Proverbs 23 and 20, 23 says, buy the truth and sell it not. Uh, and this is another one that will help you on not being deceived. Whenever somebody challenges the word of the Lord, or, you know, well, I, I've got a new revelation and you really can't find it in the scriptures, you need to run from it. Because those sayings are always, they have just enough truth in them to entrap people. God presents balance. And a discerning of spirits you have to have it. And um, you can't recognize things that are not real or that are counterfeit unless you know what the genuine is. And this is why it's so important for you and I to have a personal relationship with Lord Jesus Christ. Because when you hang out with Jesus and you behold him in the spirit, uh, the Bible says, blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. That when your heart is pure, that's what I was talking about it, that when you have a pure heart, you just don't think anybody else would be anything but pure, but they aren't. And so when you have a pure heart, God allows the Holy Spirit in you to divinely protect you by the Holy Ghost. And you recognize things. And it will keep you from being entrapped by the enemy. And in the last days, the Lord said, you got to watch it because in the last days, many are going to come, not in their own name, but he said, in my name, and say they're Christ. And it says, they are going to deceive many. Say, well, pastor, what, what do I need to be in love with? You just got to be in love with Jesus. And you say, well, what does that mean? Jesus said, if you love me, you keep my commandments. Most people that fall in deception don't have a prayer life. They don't read the word of God. They run after every new thing that's out there. They go to every prophetic word that's, that's the latest that's out there. Uh, they, they are not under authority. A lot of times they don't tithe. They don't attend church on a regular basis. And those are the things that you have to do if you're going to be strong in the Holy Ghost, you say, well, you know, that's, that's not exciting. But you never know when God's going to do something supernatural. And now we're on the very preface of seeing God do amazing things. We're seeing it in our church. Every week, somebody is getting healed. But it takes years sometimes of, of just staying close to the cross. Um, Jesus said this. He said, except you eat my flesh and you drink my blood, you have no part in me. And he said, I'm the true bread that comes down from heaven. And the, some looked at me and said, boy, this is a hard saying. 
And he said, from that day on, many did not walk with him. You're going to have to stay close to the Lord because we are in an hour in which there is such a deceiving spirit that's going to look religious, sound religious, seem like it's the latest thing. It's going to be palatable to your soulish realm. And it's going to take the power of the Holy Ghost in you to give you that discerning and say, watch it. So I want to encourage you, if you're close to the Lord, you're going to be all right. You're going to survive. You're going to make it. God will protect you because my sheep know my voice. So stay strong in the Lord. I hope this has helped you to, in this time. God bless you. I'll see you next week. For more information about Kent Christmas Ministries International or Regeneration Nashville, go to kentchristmas.org or regenerationnashville.org. And for the latest updates or videos, follow us on Facebook and subscribe to us on YouTube. God bless you.